Hello, hello. This is Series 10 of Satisfied. The Series 10 podcasts enhance the Heartbreak to Hope Bible study covering the Gospel of Mark in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we learned what the Kingdom of God is and what Jesus' role is in it. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 2 of the Heartbreak to Hope Bible Study. We will look at how Jesus satisfies your heart with hope when you need healing and comfort. In Jesus' home synagogue at Capernaum sat a miserable man held in bondage to demons. None of the other religious leaders had done anything to give him relief from his hopeless condition. Yet Jesus stopped in the middle of his preaching to release that man from his bondage and give him hope for a new kind of life. Then Jesus went to the home of his friends for Sabbath lunch. There he discovered an ailing older woman, beloved by family, but suffering from a fever. Her condition might have been hopeless without Jesus' intervention. He went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her. Her hope returned, as did her family's hope, to have their loved one restored back to them. Soon after this, a leper approached Jesus. His life was a hopeless living death. He was isolated from society except for other lepers, no doubt wondering what sin he had committed that brought this judgment upon him. Lepers didn't get healed. But this man who came to Jesus believed that Jesus could do it. Jesus not only said he was willing to do it, he cleansed the man, giving him back his life. Jesus satisfied his heart with hope. Believe this, dear listener, Jesus offers hope to anyone feeling hopeless. And we all need hope, every one of us. But the kind of hope that the world offers is the wishful thinking kind, where someone is not sure they will get what they want or need, but hopes they will. That's not biblical hope. Biblical hope is the confident expectation that God will fulfill His promises to you because your hope is based on the character and faithfulness of God. You need hope when you're facing something tough, when you're sad, or when you can't see the end of a painful time. Losing hope leads to discouragement and despair. Hope is essential to human life. In Titus chapter 2, Jesus is called our blessed hope, promising that Jesus is coming back to earth to make right whatever is wrong. But in the meantime, Jesus offers us hope now. In the midst of troubles, He satisfies our hearts with hope through healing and through comfort. Let's talk first about hope through healing. The writer of Psalm 103 verse 2 said this, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Once you trust in Jesus, all your sins, past, present, and future, are completely forgiven. You don't have to wait on that. But what about the heals all your diseases part? We know through experience that God does not automatically heal every Christian from every disease. You or someone you love dearly may be struggling with a chronic illness or a debilitating injury. And when you read through the Gospels, 
seeing Jesus heal so many people instantly, it's easy to question why that doesn't seem to be true today. So let's look at two things, why Jesus performs so many miracles and how he heals today, okay? First, why did Jesus perform so many miracles? Miracles authenticate the message and the messenger. Jesus' miracles demonstrated that he is God and that his message has authority. You have to admit that the miracles certainly drew people to listen to Jesus' message. Nearly every time miracles are mentioned in the Gospels, Jesus was teaching the people truth about God. He didn't come to just be a healer. A relationship with God is more important than even physical healing. Jesus also demonstrated God's compassion for his people in healing their diseases. And through the miracles, Jesus showed that he has power beyond that of an ordinary man. The laws of the natural world, which he created, were not boundaries for him. The miracles were also evidence that Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecy concerning the Messiah. The New Testament said the Messiah would be recognized by the works he would do, healing the blind, freeing prisoners, and releasing the oppressed. Through the miracles, Jesus basically said to the people, I am that one. And Jesus showed that he was God on earth. In John chapter 6, verse 25, Jesus calls miracles signs, pointing to the fact that he was God on earth. The crowds just wanted the benefits, food, protection, health. Jesus wanted people to believe that he was their God in human form. That's why Jesus performed so many miracles. So how does God still heal today? God still performs miracles today, though we may not see them as often as we'd like. Let me remind you that miracles are initiated by God. As you see God performing miracles through people in the New Testament like the apostles and Paul and Stephen, remember that God is the miracle worker. People are the miracle conduits. We cannot conjure up any amount of faith that will make God do something that is not in His will. Miracles still authenticate the message and the messenger. For someone claiming to do miraculous things, always make sure their message exalts Jesus as the only way to God, that the Bible is their only authority, and that forgiveness of sins is found only through Jesus Christ. Then you can be confident that you are seeing the genuine works of God. But as we look around at others, we need to remember that the greatest miracle of all is what God does to change a human heart from the inside out and redeem a lost life. He's doing that in abundance everywhere. In Psalm 103, the verse I read earlier, the phrase heals all your diseases could also refer to God enabling the human body to heal itself. God created the human body with a marvelous immune system. Yet you've no doubt seen where the same treatment for a disease will work well for one person, but not for another. We don't understand why, but we must trust God's goodness in what he chooses to do. Jesus has the right to choose what he brings into our lives. We will see throughout Mark that he tells us to stop being afraid, to keep on believing, and to hold on to hope. Part of that hope is knowing that when God withholds healing or delays healing, he promises comfort. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, these words, 
Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. Paul goes on to say in verse 5 that our comfort abounds in Christ. The promise is that our God comforts us in all our troubles. That includes those that just seem to happen to us, like chronic illness or pain, as well as those we cause because of wrong choices we make. Paul had a chronic physical ailment. He writes about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Three times he pleaded with the Lord to take it away from him. But God said to him, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So what is Paul's response to God? It's this, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. God loved Paul dearly. He was doing the work God gave him to do, but God's answer was still no. <laughs> so Paul said, I will boast in my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. To boast means to glory in something, even to rejoice in it. Being able to rejoice in your weakness frees you from bondage to it and moves you in the direction that will give you hope. Through any life challenge, including physical debilitation, God wants us to learn to depend more on God and His great power and to rely less on ourselves. He wants us to put our hope in Him and count on His work to deliver us when we are in the midst of troubles. Sometimes we want to just quit. It's God's power in us that makes us strong during those times. In His strength, we receive hope through comfort. Even the most loving parents must let their children hurt sometimes in order for them to live as adults. Think about the pain of cutting teeth or learning how to ride a bike. God loves you more than the best parents can and wants you to learn how to live as His child depending upon Him for the comfort and strength that flows from His grace to you. I heard Jonathan Evans, the son of Bible teacher Tony Evans, give the eulogy for his mother who died of cancer. So many had prayed for her healing and were disappointed thinking God had not answered their prayer. In reflecting on this, Jonathan felt the Lord telling him this, There were always only two answers to your prayers. Either she was going to be healed or she was going to be healed. Either she was going to live, or she was going to live. Either she was going to be with family, or she was going to be with family. Either she was going to be well taken care of, or she was going to be well taken care of. The two answers to your prayer are yes and yes, because victory belongs to Jesus. Dear sweet friends, we have a big God, yet God may not choose to rescue you from everything that is threatening you or from poor decisions made by you or someone close to you. You may face what seem like insurmountable circumstances in your life. You may have to give up something that gives you security. You may be waiting for God to answer a desperate prayer. Are you willing to accept the yes He wants to give? You may feel that God isn't noticing your pain. He knows. He chooses what will make you more like the Lord Jesus Christ. And suffering is an important instrument in His hands, much as you and I hate it. In your pain, you can say to Him, I am your daughter, Lord. Help me to deal with this situation through your power. Please give me your hope 
and comfort. Remember that God is good all the time. You can trust His goodness in whatever He chooses to do in your life. Trouble is part of human life. Christians who are loved by God will suffer some troubles in this world, but Jesus is your comforter when you hurt. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with hope, healing, and love as you get to know Him and trust Him more each day. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, and this is Series 10 of Satisfied.